we are going to take a glance and review my dear friend Sarah's diet protocol together. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Okay, I realize that you're probably going to hear some birds chirping and I don't want to be distracting. So what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes and pretend like you're sitting next to me and we're on the beach on a tropical island and I'm sharing this info with you today. (laughs) So that's what I want you to do. And if you enjoy this episode today, if it inspires you in some way and you took away some really quality info from it, then I would love for you to subscribe, obviously, because that way you won't miss out on weekly episodes and bonus content. And if you did enjoy this episode, please do take a second to rate and review this podcast because when you take the time to do that, it not only expands the reach of this podcast, but it makes it possible for other people to find the show and benefit from hearing this content as well. And your reviews really do mean a lot. So if you got a lot from this podcast, it would mean the world if you could just take a couple seconds to leave your thoughts in the review section. All you got to do is scroll down on whichever app you're listening to this podcast on. Scroll down and tap the stars to rate the podcast and then you can tap the little (laughs) symbol there to leave a review. Thank you so much for your support of this show. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by my Shredded Body for Type 1s program. It is still up for a discounted rate. Originally, we were going to offer it until July 1st, but we've extended that. So now you have the option to enroll for the whole month of July. And the entire program teaches you how to set your macros and calories for fat loss, how to keep your blood sugar stable with exercise, and all of the nitty-gritty details that will help you achieve your goals. Everything that helped me achieve my fat loss goal with type 1 diabetes and lower my A1C in the process, you are going to learn. So to enroll, all you need to do is go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join and all of the details will be there for you. All right, so today is a little bit of a different kind of episode. We are going to take a glance and review my dear friend Sarah's diet protocol together. So my dear friend Sarah reached out to me and she's really feeling a little bit stuck right now. She wants to start losing weight and she's feeling stuck because quarantine and nothing is really going as planned. Do you remember when... It was the very start of 2020 and you were like, 2020 is going to be the best year ever. And then now we're here. So 
I wanted to share uh, the protocol that Sarah and I are, well, I wanted to just share what Sarah's diet protocol would kind of look like to you, but because I can't have her on the show to go through it together because my internet here in Costa Rica is not very optimal and the bandwidth bandwidth will not allow me to have guests on right now. I wanted to just go over her details together and I'm going to do so in a way that you can take from it and kind of put yourself in her shoes because I feel like a lot of what Sarah's going through a lot of you guys might be able to relate to so I'm going to explain her protocol in a way that you can apply it to your own diet if your goal is to lose weight as well so let's dive in So Sarah currently weighs 150 pounds and her goal is to lose 10 pounds. She wants to feel good and confident in her skin and just really have a more healthy relationship with food and her body. So right now, Sarah's biggest struggle is highs when she works out and her previous dieting history over the last five or six years is pretty minimal. She's tried cutting and limiting things out of her diet. So quote unquote, bad foods like sugary foods and processed foods. And she's tried cutting out and limiting carbs and fat from her diet. But it was frustrating because she didn't notice much difference in her body weight. And so it was really hard for her to stick to because she also kind of loves her carbs and fats. Sarah's current diet is pretty healthy. So for breakfast right now, she's usually eating fruit and yogurt or oatmeal with peanut butter or eggs and toast. And lunch, she's eating salmon and rice and veggies. And dinner is usually some sort of meat, roasted veggies or a salad. And sometimes she'll have burgers and pizza just depending on what she feels like. And when it comes to snacks, Sarah loves snacking, but who doesn't, right? And she loves nuts and nut butters of any kind. Mm, Me too. It's like peanut butter and peanuts, literally, that's my weakness. So I feel you on that. So Sarah shared with me that her biggest concern right now is having to increase her insulin since quarantine. And she's really feeling like it's contributing to her weight gain and making it harder for her to lose weight. And she's not as active as she usually is. She works a desk job, but now she's working from home. And her biggest stressor right now is like the main prominent stressor is her work situation. And when it comes to Sarah's training history, she previously, when she was going to the gym, she would go three to five times a week. She didn't really have a set routine, but she really got frustrated because she felt like every time she would hit weights or do any sort of training, it would make her blood sugar go up. And also she does a lot of cardio right now. She's not doing much because we're stuck in self-isolation and she is trying to walk as much as she can because she just wants to get out of the house. And she's never counted macros before, but she's curious to learn more about it and she's just ready for a change as I think probably many of us are. So after my conversation with Sarah, I first of all, the very first thing that came to mind is, you know, the biggest thing is 
just tracking your food intake and getting an idea of like how many calories you're actually consuming every single day. So the very first thing is just getting in the habit of, you know, if you have a food scale, weighing everything, getting proper measurements and accuracy for everything that you are eating. Because when I look at Sarah, what Sarah is eating right now, even though it looks really healthy and she's, you know, really filling up on nutritious foods for the most part, it those little snacks that she's eating can often add up in calories really quickly, right? So especially if Sarah's grabbing a handful of nuts here and there and she's hungry and even a spoonful of peanut butter can add up in calories. So that would be one of the very first things that I would say because even though you're eating healthy, it's still, it's not really about how healthy you're eating. It's more so how many calories you're consuming. So nuts do have a lot of calories overall. And so the very first thing that I'm having Sarah do, and this is something that you can do as well, is start by tracking your food intake and your body weight every single day for at least seven days. And this will give you an accurate idea of what your body weight is doing based on how much food you're currently consuming. So it's a really good place to start because you'll get an accurate idea of how much you weigh and how many calories your body actually needs to start making progress towards achieving your goal. So in Sarah's case, she wants to lose 10 pounds. This is a really great place to start. So when it comes to working out in high blood sugar, it can be so frustrating. I totally get it. And usually this happens when, depending on the type of training that you're doing, but most cases, if you're doing any sort of high intensity workout, like even if you're doing sprints or heavy weight training, you're going to notice probably that your blood sugar increases a little bit. And this is due to all of those glucose raising hormones in the body being released and increasing your blood sugar. And so Sarah also shared with me that she's right now using the Tandem T-Slim Pump and her Dexcom, and she's usually getting about six to eight hours of sleep per night. And so when it comes to training, and this is something that you can take away as well, if you do plan on doing high-intensity training, it's a, you might even need a bolus for it. Like it's probably not something your endo's gonna tell you because I had to learn it on my own, but you might have to play around with different amounts and you could even start by setting a temp basal rate on your pump. So like increasing your basal a little bit and that this is if you're using a pump that is, but it can be a great place to start because you might even find that, yeah, you do need a little bit of insulin to cover your workout. And another thing that you can try is incorporating a little bit of low intensity steady state cardio into your workout. So if you find that you're a little bit high before you start lifting weights or if you're planning on sprinting or something, maybe you do a little bit of walking in between to kind of lower your blood sugars a little bit. And then after your workout, you could do the same. So that way you stay a little bit more stable. And right now, a really great place to start is 
just going back to basics. So Sarah said she's walking a lot right now because that's all she can really do because of quarantine. And together, Sarah and I are going to put together a training routine that she can do from home. But if you guys are kind of feeling like you're in her boat, in her same boat right now, a really great place to start if you are able to get out walking is to start tracking your steps and get an idea of how many steps you're actually taking every single day and then use that as a baseline so that between your diet and your exercise you can kind of you know increase it a little bit if you need to in order to increase your calorie deficit for fat loss and this can be a really great place to start so right now Sarah is getting in about 5,000 steps per day and we're going to monitor changes in her body weight as she's getting into the swing of things and really getting on track with her routine so she's going to be tracking her macros her protein fat and carbs as well as her calories and her steps every single day and we're just going to start here and this is a great place that you could start also if you want to lose weight and when we feel like we need to make an adjustment we will consider either increasing her steps a little bit or decreasing her her food intake and just for the record if you too like Sarah are feeling like because your insulin requirements have gone up since your non-exercise activity thermogenesis has likely gone down a little bit don't fret Insulin does not make you gain weight and with tweaking your diet and really honing in on how much food you're consuming and how much energy you're burning every single day, you can still make progress towards your fat loss goal even if you are taking more insulin. Like myself right now, I am taking twice the amount of basal that I usually take and I'm not exactly working out less but my workouts have definitely changed because I'm no longer lifting weights in the gym and so this has really 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 affected my insulin sensitivity and made me a lot more insulin resistant but I'm not gaining weight and you won't gain weight either as long as you are mindful of your nutrition and your diet and not so much the things that you are eating but more so the amount of calories that you are consuming every single day so at a glance, it's really just about coming back to basics, and it's often the most simple things that you do that have the greatest impact. And so if you are feeling a little bit stuck right now and you want a little bit of advice when it comes to your goals or you want to just kind of get a little bit of a breakdown of like where to focus in order to start seeing results, then I'm going to do something that I've never done before, and I'm going to give the mic up to you. So if you want to review your diet together on this podcast, just send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me info at tajakato.com. And like Sarah's episode today, this episode that we just covered, I'll give you some tips that will help you achieve your goal. And it doesn't have to be just fat loss. It could be any goal, any struggle that you're faced with. And I can even keep your name anonymous when I post the episode. 
So if you want to share the deets like Sarah did, then I want to give you the mic. The mic, the floor is yours to share. And I will break down the steps that might help you, where you should begin, the things that you should focus on. Because I know that even if you're feeling or struggling with a certain thing, you're not the only one. And so if you feel like you would like some tips, because sometimes you might be feeling a little bit stuck or you might have questions but you might not necessarily want to work together or have the time to like hop on a call and so this is a way that I can actually give you that support that will help you and also give other people the same support who are struggling with the same thing as you. I hope this episode was helpful to you today and I cannot wait to hear from you and share some tips and tricks that'll help you achieve your goals as well. Here's to making our 2020 comeback and coming out of quarantine on top. You got this and I will talk to you same time next week. Bye for now.